Hello and welcome to the NBF Show Review and Discussion Podcast. I am your host, Tom Senzo. Joining me today is Silver Quill. Dragon, dragon, rock the dragon, come, check, next, ah, yeah! Also joining us today is Torterra. Keep those dragons away from me, I'm weak to fire! You also forget that you're also ground type. Yeah, but tell that to the people who made the Pokemon game, because every time Torterra's get hit by fire type moves, it says it's super effective. So, the ground type thing doesn't really help me then. Well, you're also kind of grassy, aren't you? Oh, I'm always grassy and sassy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, Torterra. Uh, at least you're not the rock tree type. Remember that one from Gen 2? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that one got me like, what What are you? A rock tree? How? How? What to do? Not... <laughs> uh, anywho, in this week's review, we are going to review My Little Witch Academia episode uh, 5. Uh, he, d- he did it. He said it. He did it. Uh, he said it. What did he do? He said it. Eh? You said the my. <laughs> so this is going to be my thing, eh? Technically, he said my again. <laughs> you, you now owe me 50 cents. So is this all going on Norman now since Safi's not around? Uh, it's going to be on Safi. Oh, no, no, I can't make Safi pay your debts. But at the same time, uh, you know what's sad? I've heard more and more people responding to harsh news with oof. It's like, can I... Can I really blame her now when I really just hate everyone? <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, uh, in today's episode, uh, that's it. Season 1, episode 5, uh, Luna Nova and the White Dragon, or Pack of the Dragon. After getting into a fight in class, Akko and Amanda have detention together. They must clean the new moon tower where they find dragons. That overview is bad. Well, it certainly doesn't cover a majority of stuff. I know. But anywho, uh, first impressions are... Sorry, uh, this episode is Patreon-sponsored by Jeffrey. Thank you so much. And, well, first impressions, Silla. Well, I am a big fan of dragons. So anytime you can get dragons into a story... Uh, is fun in my book. Though what makes it really fun is their take on dragons and their presentation. So it's worth it just for that and to see these characters play off one another once again, especially in the potion class, which we will get to in due time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And Tara, what about you? I also enjoyed this episode. And like Silver said about dragons, you know, if there's an episode with the dragon, I'm in for it too. And I like how some, um, I guess say movies and also TV shows, it changes depending on what the scenario is. So like, you know, if there's a, there could be a dragon that's loyal to you and all of a sudden can talk, or it could be a dragon that's cute and cuddly, but still loyal to you. All right. And you know, I'm noticing a trend here that a lot of dragons are loyal to humans. <laughs> oh yeah, especially Sean Connery. Yeah. <laughs> I am the last one. <laughs> But I, but I enjoyed it from the beginning to end. There are some parts that kind of made me a bit iffy, but if you get past that, then yeah. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> All righty then. And as for me, this episode was uh, sweet, S- spice, and everything nice. And <laughs> yeah, let's just say this episode was... How, how do I even put it? It's... Monty Python's Flying Circus. <laughs> that could work too. But... Uh, it was subverting expectations because when we were shown one thing, but we got another thing. So, yeah, it was pretty interesting. And I can't wait to talk about it. 
So anyway, uh, with that, spoilers are ahead. Pause here if you are interested to watch the show. Welcome back. Hope you enjoy the show and let's get right into it. So we start off the episode with our leads in potion class. And they say the infamous line. Uh, what was it again? Oh, well, I forgot. It's been a What's while. this button do? No. <laughs> oh, uh, the pop What goal. could possibly go wrong? <laughs> no, not that one. Oh my god, they killed Kenny. <laughs> you, that's oh. not a word. Oh, sweetie boy's got to keep that one out. Oh, what was it again? Oh, man. I'm not even sure. what. Uh, sugar, what spice, and everything nice. So they're making the Powerpuff Girls? It looks like it. Well, at least Akko is. Chemical X. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the one thing they're missing. Yep. And somehow it blows up in her face and covers her in pink goo. And Akko just says, oh, when cooking, you have to follow the rhythm of the heart and whatnot. And it's like, Ak- uh, Lotte and Susie just says, no, that's not right. You're wasting ingredients. Like, no. And she discovers uh, one of the other group. Uh, I know this thing, a pattern here. Like, uh, Akko has red ties around her hat and waist, while some other students are having green. Like, who is the other student? Ah, oh, man, forgetting the name, man. No, I, I'm seriously forgetting names. Who Who is her name? I actually forget the name too. Yeah, I need, need to open the character list. But anywho, um, one of Amanda's friend, uh, Constance, Constance, Constanza. Yes, guess how it's something like that. Yeah, Constance. She's cooking or she's doing her potion in machinery, and Akko says that's just cheating and stuff. And Amanda just says, "Yeah, try hard. You you, you try hard, and you can't even fly a broom." And they start to argue. And they bump into the potion and almost break everything. Then Diana just casts a spell to reverse time. That is just awesome. And the lecturer or teacher just scolds Akko and uh, Amanda for causing trouble. And they are sent to detention. And I'm going to pause here. What do you guys think? Which one of us first? Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> which which one? <laughs> uh, Tara, what about you? Well, I, I mean, obviously, you know, everyone's going to mention about the reference to Powerpuff Girls with, you know, sugar spice and everything nice. But this, I, for me, there's not really much I could say for this scene, except, you know, it's the usual. Akko's trying so- to learn about magic and, you know, she's messing up. And then Amanda comes in, you know, being like, you know, you're a tryhard and, you know, typical fight. And then Diana comes in, you know, Diana comes in to save the day. Well, not really save the day, but you know what I mean. <laughs> All right. And what about you, Silva? Well, first off, that teacher is not just scolding uh, the two girls for causing a mess. With that face she's making, that they are not going to sleep for a week. They are going to have nightmare fuel for days. So, no, this is not a scolding. This is, oh, my God, please don't hurt me. I will never cause trouble again. This scene, one, it shows all the individual characters doing things their own way. Like, like you say, Constance uh, likes to use technology. So she blends that. What I find funny, though, is that Akko is sharing the same character trait as Diana. Hmm? She, Diana has this very set traditional viewpoint and very, very high standards of what 
oh, how a witch should behave, what's proper magic, what's proper decor. Now here's Akko trying to enforce a traditionalist view saying you can't make, uh, you can't use technology. That's not right. So it's kind of funny that the two girls actually have a lot in common. They have a very traditionalized, maybe romantic view of magic and how a witch presents herself. That is true. That is true. And that's going to come into play later in this episode. Oh, I never noticed that. But anywho, let's continue. Aha! I have blown your minds. Yeah, true, true that. Now I am king of review. Yay. Anywho, uh, let's Yay. carry on. So we see Akko and Amanda cleaning the tower. Or, well, at least Akko is. Until they see some dragons carrying away the sorcerer stone away oh no and it drains all the power from the school with that Akko goes to the principal's office to report what she saw and we get to see that a bunch of teachers in there uh, already knowing what's going on and the situation is so they send Akko and Diana to well for more detention by washing clothes and whatnot. And this is bad. Like, the teachers know that the stone is stolen and whatnot. And they're, well, they're acting weird. They're really acting weird. So, Akko feels like she and her group, or, well, she feels like she needs to recover the stone again. And that's one way to look at it. Okay. So... While they're having a conversation, Diana comes in and just says to the girls that uh, you should really continue with your detention or punishment. And I'm just here to send a message that after you're done here, go collect water. And after, well, how Diana talks down to them, Akko and Amanda are not very happy with her or please. So... Amanda tells Akko to get up and let's go save the stone. So, yay! So, with that, Diana goes to the principal's office to report what's going on and she sees a scroll. Uh, the, the scroll is very strange, so, hmm, I wonder. But anywho, enough of us. We get to see the group. Uh, flying on brooms, even though they don't have power, because Costanza, was it, Silva? Constance. Yeah, Constance uh, has a motorized flying broom, which does not make sense at all. Well, sure it does. I mean, that's just how she loves to do magic. Yeah, yeah, but... And I guess anyway. they, they've all got magic meters, so I guess there's like a residual charge on their brooms. Possibly. But they've got they've got nowhere to fill the tank. Mm-hmm. Or maybe hers is rechargeable. Eh. But anywho, uh, she pulls him along on the broom. And once they got close to the ruins, their broom are charged. So they fly on their own. Suddenly, uh, there's f- dragons everywhere firing at them. And yeah, we, we get to see cool scenes like Constance using technology to shoot down dragons. And let's just say that it's cool. And Susie, with her poison... Burns dragons. This doesn't make sense. Why Why would you burn dragons? They're fireproof. Well, you, you say that, but have you ever given one a Chipotle? <laughs> I don't think I ever had Chipotle. 
Do not. I guarantee that you will. The fire will burn you worse than Mordor. <laughs> but anywho, one of the dragon crashes down and starts burning. Aku goes look at it and is very confused because wait, what is this? Like, what's going on here? Suddenly, everybody gets kidnapped uh, from Lucy to Lotte to Constance and what was her name again? Oh man, forgetting her name. The Russian. Are you talking about the one that eats a lot of chips? Oh. Yeah. Oh. I'm trying to look here. I think it's like Jasminka. Yeah, Jasminka. Like you, you remember? Awesome. So, yeah, they kidnap. And then, okay, that's, that's not good on my book, says Amanda, and tells uh, Akko to hop on the broom. She does, and suddenly she stumbles into a secret passage. <laughs> well, Akko is the queen of dumb luck. So they go in deeper the caves and discover that, oh, no, it's a torture chamber. Oh, no, scary. Ooh. And they discover that, oh, there's a big giant dragon. And the big giant dragon is looking menacingly at the captured girls. So Amanda is trying to figure out a plan on how to save the girls. And Ako just swings in and tries to beat the big giant dragon with a stick. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It wasn't super effective? Yep, totally. That's because you're using a you're using a stick on a dragon type, which is fire. <laughs> no, you need water. <laughs> Tor- Torterra, back me up here. Well, I mean, water's not really super effective against dragons. Ice is. I, I mean, if I'm going to go into full detail here, uh, you see, fairies are also super effective against dragons, while also ice, and also dragons are weak against dragons. There's your Pokemon Evans, lesson. I've tri- I've triggered him. <laughs> I know. But well, it's anyway. not like he triggered me. It's just, you know, once you say something, I got to go into full detail. Pokemon. It's the Pokemon nerd in me. <laughs> Call me Professor Torterra. <laughs> you, you should totally go with that title in your videos. Professor Torterra explains it all. Uh, yes, well, I am the Pokemon uh, expert. <laughs> uh, but, but anywho, but anywho, um, we discovered that the big giant dragon is just an old geezer. And so it's Falcor. What was it? Falcor. Oh, from from Neverending Story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh boy, but anywho, um, we discovered that he's an old geezer. Uh, she lets the or he lets the girls free, but asks like, "Where's the money and stuff?" And the girls got no idea what's going on. And big giant dragon here. I forgot the name. What was he called again? Um, Fafner. Ah, uh, Fafner. So, that was Fafnir. Fafnir, Fafnir. Fa- eh, the, the same thing. <laughs> yeah, Fa- the, Fafnir, Fafar, wherever you are. Fafar. <laughs> yeah. As long as you love me. <laughs> so anyway. No, that is a completely <laughs> different song. I mean, I'm sorry. You just went from Celine Dion making one of the most romantic and quoted songs in the world to the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Or was it in sync? I forget. I Either way, know. you just went boy band. You just triggered Norman. Silver there, Norman. I know. Norman, the entire music industry is triggered right now. <laughs> I do believe, Norman, your heart will not go on because they're going to kill you. <laughs> uh, boy, but anywho, 
um, Fafnir or Fafnar, whatever it is, as where's the money? And the girls are confused with what's going on. Uh, they were just here just to, well, get back the, uh, what you call this, stone. And uh, it said, um, well, Fafnir just says that, okay, uh, the school owes me money uh, because they took a loan with me. And I'm just collecting what's owed to me. And then the girls are just really confused with what's going on. Uh, there's a knock at the door. And the principal comes in. And yeah, like... Yeah, this, this is what I've said before about subverting expectations. And I'm going to pause here for a bit. Um, Silver, what do you think, man? Well, first off, I think we, we grossly neglected one aspect. Mm-hmm. Mecha dragons. How is that not cooler... The only way you can make a dragon cooler is to add the term mecha in front of it. It is a robot dragon. It is That sounds just really cool, and I want one, and I can't have one, and I am sad. Well, I can think of one robot dragon, although he's a three-headed dragon, and he's a giant monster. Are you talking about Cyber Dragon? No. Oh. But mecha, now mecha that you've ki- put it that way, it kind of almost sounds like it, but no. <laughs> Mecha King Ghidorah? Yes. Yeah, I remember him. But then you've got to have like this incestuous relative from, descendant from your future Ooh. coming in, and that ju- that just gets all kinds of awkward. What? I mean, very awkward. I mean, he's still a cool dragon, though, or a Mecha dragon. Yeah, he is, but at the same time, it's I'm just not sure it's worth the time paradox <laughs> and and possible inbreeding. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, carry on, Silver. Hey, remember, this is for kids, Silver. I will tell that to the makers of that movie. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, this is what I love about dragons. I know we you said earlier that they uh, that they are often allies of humans, but I experience it very differently. They're to me, they're often the antagonists, and they are. Uh, they can be an antagonist for any number of reasons. Sometimes it's pure malice. Sometimes it's greed. Sometimes it's, oh, one of my favorite stories. A dragon doesn't have dragon fire. It burns you with the truth. Ooh. It shows, its eyesight tells you exactly what people think of you. And it's never what we want to hear. Ooh. Wish, wish, where's that one from? Uh, let's see, it's an Orson Scott card book. I think it was part of his uh, short story collection. Uh-huh, all right. I'd have to double check. Okay, in mythology, Fafnir, he was a dwarf who was turned into a dragon. Oh, okay. Uh, and I believe he is guarding treasure. I think that's... I'd have to refamiliarize myself with the legend. But that's the other... And that's what I love about this dragon. I don't... Are we at a point where we talk about his horde? Mm, no. Well, go ahead, man. Well... No, it, it deserves its own conversation. Ah. But I love that this dragon, who's first presented as so intimidating, suddenly we hit the hard breaks, and it's a guy in his bathrobe <laughs> uh, with a juicer, and he just looks like, he looks like he's not, he's trying to take care of himself, but at this point it's just damage control. Yeah, and that's why I mentioned before, subverting expectations, because early in the episode we presented with oh no the dragon's taking the stone that's bad that's very very bad then suddenly we get to this and like what he's just taking he's he's just taking collateral like uh, what i didn't see that one coming and tara what do you think well 
I mean, I've said this so many times, but I do like the, again, the sudden twist, you know, how they're thinking that, oh, all these dragons are bad, we gotta save them, and they're being attacked by all these mini dragons, and then, you know, they get inside his house, and then, you know, big eyes, it's like, okay, Akko's gonna get eaten, and it turns out, oh, okay, he's just a old dragon who has lots of money, and his security system is robot dragons. <laughs> Which is awesome. I know, could you imagine having that kind of security system? I'd swear I would break into someone's house just to witness the awesomeness. <laughs> and get burned. Just gotta make sure you don't get turned into a crispy chicken. I think I would die going, oh my god, this is so cool! <laughs> and it burns! <laughs> uh, no problem, Silver. I think one of us has revive. I don't know if that'll work on him, though. <laughs> Silver, Silver was revived as a bucket of KFC. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boys. But anywho, let's carry on. Um... Uh, I think I am. Oh. <laughs> I'm carrying on at length about wanting to see robot dragons. <laughs> Anywho, uh, I'm sorry. I can just imagine Silver having a, a bunch of robot dragons as his security system. But they'd be all like poor maintenance and sparking. <laughs> like, I, 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 I. <laughs> yeah. But anywho, so uh, once the dragon's found out and the knock on the door, we see the principal come in offering some artifacts that are kind of expensive but Fafnir here says no I, I want hard cash give me hard cash if you can't I'm gonna well keep the stone sell it to the sto- somebody because uh, the, even if I sell the stone it ain't gonna make much at all and the principal says oh please give us a chance because uh, we're not getting more attendance at Luna Nova as we used to blah 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 and the dragon scoffs at them and says you guys are living in the past. You should be. You should modernize yourself. Be like me. Look at me. I'm playing the stocks. I'm investing in bitcoins. Yeah, nothing's going to go wrong with bitcoins. Well, it's not a perfect presentation for <laughs> Dragon, is it? <laughs> yep, yep. So with, with that, like Ako just calls the Dragon for being a meanie and says that she will kind of save the school and whatnot. And, oh, uh, well, let's just say that Akko talks big for her size. So, you, you want to go to the reveal of what Diana found out or pause that here for now? I would like to talk just for a minute about uh, the dragons. All right, so I'm going to pause here. So, Silva, what, what do you have in mind? Well, one, again, this is showing how a dragon can be adapted to be almost anything, any antagonism including the intrusion of the modern world and the cynicism of traditional values. And sort of this push-pull between traditional and modernization, like Akko had with Constance uh, at the beginning. Uh, Akko, without realizing it, she's part of this group that the dragon accuses of not modernizing, to her detriment. And Akko has always had a very romantic view of things, a very romantic view of magic and what it involves. So yeah, she is actually very resistant to uh, change and to modernization because Shining Chariot is in the past. And I find that just an interesting uh, juxtaposition, this classic mythical figure, a dragon, playing the stock market. Now, if he's Bitcoin, my respect goes down just a little bit. But, you know, we can't all be perfect. Uh, Well, this was 2017, so probably Bitcoin was at its peak so he's rolling man 
Uh, that's peak for like what a week? No, back in the days it's really high. Now, yeah, eh, no comment. I feel like Bitcoin never. I must have just missed the trend on that. I, that's all there is to it. I I didn't pay Bitcoin much heed. Yeah, I, I think it was really popular in the 2018s. Then it's kind of dead now. I think I'm not sure. Well, anywho, I just love how they've made Fafnir as a symbol of the uh, of the conflict between past and present and the thing that's plaguing Luna Nova. Where do you find a place for traditional views and values when science and technology is in many ways overcoming that gap? Sure, we don't have individual flying cars or uh, or you know hoverboards yet, but we have airplanes that can move way more than a broom. Yeah, and also we got a very ugly looking tank, car, jeep, whatever it is. <laughs> Ask Elon Musk. We've got a triangle. <laughs> I know it's a Porygon. Porygon, Porygon. Oh, look out for seizures. <laughs> well, I mean, we technically have a hoverboard, although it's not really hovering. And it's is the, you're talking about the water jets? Are you talking about those two wheel contraption that make Tyson ride on and then fell down? Yes. <laughs> That's not a hoverboard. Well, uh, they're called hoverboards. Well, they're lying. That's false. There is no hovering involved. Yeah. Now, I don't know why they even call it a hoverboard. They're trying to mess with you. Monsters. <laughs> uh, Silver basically took the words out of my mouth because I like how they talk about how changes are happening and it's nothing like the old days. And it's kind of like real life. You know, like you used to do all this stuff back when you were young and then, you know, technology is growing and all this stuff is growing. And it's like, well, geez, you don't really do much of this stuff anymore. Like I remember years ago, I used to go camping every year with my family, but now as times go by and as technology grows, now we're like less far apart and more stuck on technology these days, which is kind of sad. And then Akko's like, wait, no, we can't change. I'm going to keep this going. I'm going to keep the magic living and stuff like that. That is powerful coming from, yeah, that, that is powerful coming from a student. But coming from Akko, she doesn't know how to fly a broom. That's true. Yeah. Well, she set, she set a difficult goal for herself is all. True that, true that. And well, um, gonna carry on and well talking about tradition we come across diana diana comes in and well long story short she read the scroll out of all the lecturers at luna nova none of them at all knows how to read the scroll which is dumb and diana here knows how to read the scroll she knows how to read dragonish at age 12 Mm, that's overachieving. Well, that is her family in a nutshell. They basically make that demand of yeah, her. True that. But anywho, uh, long story short, the, Too late. <laughs> the <laughs> scroll here says that uh, there's no such thing as interest and whatnot. The dragon is just making it up. And then, uh, according to her calculations, the debt was paid a very long time ago. And now she's asking back for the extra charge that Luna Nova paid the dragon for. And with that, um, I, I think things are done. Why not? The dragon is slain by legalese. <laughs> yeah, legalese. Uh, but uh, the dragon says something to Akin about you guys are stuck in the past. And Aqua here just says um, she'll prove that... Um, the, her way is going to be the ninja way, so believe it. 
Ninja, ninja, ninja. And the dragon just reminisced that, oh, I, 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 it's been a while since I saw anyone with that shine in their eyes and whatnot. And continue goes looking at his PC. I got no idea what I mean. He's basically made of money here, so. (laughs) And then he plucks out her eyes as we have a touching story of a woman adapting to blindness in a magical world. I don't know. No, that doesn't happen. But anywho. Why not? Because it doesn't. So anywho, Akko and Amanda's team are still, well, uh, punished because they left the school grounds. And so they have to continue on with the uh, laundry washing. And in the end, well, they get along and fight. And with that, episode ends. So, yeah, still already thing, man. I like how Akko is kind of the reverse Harry Potter. She she doesn't have a lot of innate talent or instant win. She actually gets in trouble when she breaks the rules. <laughs> Harry was given a lot of leeway. I mean, a lot. And most of all, her rival saves the day, not her. So it's kind of fun. She really is the opposite of Harry Potter in almost every way. And yet we root for her because she's just so sincere in her in her views and feelings. So I enjoy it. I enjoy seeing her, even though she is kind of made of fail at the moment. <laughs> that is true. That is true. And yeah, in 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 all. T- <laughs> In all honesty, I feel like Akko here is the logical route uh, for a person who goes into a school for witches or wizards who doesn't know how to cast a spell and whatnot. That's the most logical route. But in terms of Harry Potter, he's kind of special because, well, he's the chosen one. Uh, He's only special because he has a fancy scar. Uh, then you got that one fox boy with the birthmark on his belly. Ugh. Just because you have a sexy spar upon your face. <laughs> uh, but but anywho, um, where are we now? Yeah, <clears throat> silver. Anything more? Uh, not really. Just that we we've witnessed the conflict of past and present. One who's abandoned the past, de- defeated by one who insists on the past. And is it perhaps prisoner to it? So, and there's Akko, who, I don't know, I feel like she could become the median. Finding a way to make magic work in the modern world. But she's not there yet. She is untapped potential. It feels that way, feels that way. And also, well, uh, I haven't seen all of it, so I got no idea. But I just can't wait to see what will happen because it's starting to get really exciting now. So Tara, what about you? Well, I liked it from beginning to end and I liked how we get to see more of Constance, I guess you could say, um, weaponized uh, witchcraft because, you know, I mean, she just pulls out a gun that shoots magic out of nowhere and then she shoots a freaking rocket launcher. Could you just imagine that happening in Harry Potter? Goodness sake. Oh, that'd make it more... Oh, no, wait. If we had it like that, it'd probably turn into a Michael Bay film. And it will be awesome. But uh, no, no, <laughs> no, no. Michael Bay film is actually awesome, no matter what we tell ourselves. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, could you just imagine big giant dragons fighting? <laughs> I mean, I'm still looking forward that. to Godzilla versus King Kong. <laughs> I'm, 
I'm more concerned about the sound effect you just made. If they made that sound, it'd be like, I'd leave the theater. Be like, no, thank you. Wait, if is that if the penguin became a dragon? Oh, God. Now, now Cape Crusader, you'll never get my treasure. <laughs> carry on, Tara. Well, that would be very interesting. Oh, carry on. <laughs> oh, oh, you want to keep going? <laughs> I mean, you said it, Norman. <laughs> but anyways. I'm, suppo I'm supposed to get in for princess. Where's Catwoman? <laughs> <laughs> right, but anyways, I do like how, you know, this Akko who still wants to keep things in the past going. Because even at the beginning of the episode, they talk, I mean, beginning of the episode, beginning of the series, I should say, where they're saying, you know, the school is going to basically shut down. And this was Akko's whole dream. And then, you know, they were about to lose the the. The, um, what was it? The Sorcerer's Stone? Yeah. I almost said Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> oh, either or. But, um, yeah, they were about to lose it, and then Akko's like, no, I want to keep staying here and fulfill my dream to be like Shining Chariot. It's like, I guess you, like, because you can't change, really change the past, but you also sometimes can't hold on to it either. But, um, yeah, I just really liked it. I mean, I know some people too will probably love or hate this episode depending on how it ends because some people probably thinking, you know, oh, I was hoping that Akko could save the day and save the school, but instead it was Diana. But some people would also like Diana saving the day because, you know, it's Akko's rival and that uh, Akko didn't save the day. But, you know, other people have different opinions, so it depends on how you look at it. True that, true that. And that's when we, this episode was a lot of fun. Uh, it's great to see Amanda again because she well she's kind of a cool character and when Akko confronts her because well she thinks that she's jelly at uh, Akko because well she won the race instead of her and th there's a bit of rivalry there but not much and with the whole episode where it goes with the which we call this story, we, we see a dragon, and we thought that the dragon was evil and whatnot. But oh no, it's <laughs> he's just an old miser who lives alone, and who invests in stocks and whatnot. So that that's a really interesting way of really interesting story thread where they subvert expectations. So yay, good for them on that. And. I feel like Diana here is Diana. Yeah, I feel like Diana here is a bit too strong in her presentation. Like she's so perfect. She's too perfect. Let's get to the point. Oh, she's so perfect. Oh, everybody loves her. Oh, would would it kill one of you to actually have an opinion of your own and not just kiss up to her? I think not. Yeah, I'm just afraid that one day she might go with a snake man and just well leave the school to gain more power for revenge i think you just wrote a fanfic <laughs> oh no you don't see you, you didn't watch naruto of course i watched naruto <laughs> but you also are making a fanfic plus i thought you were more referencing uh harry potter oh yeah snake guy yeah yeah that's another snake guy did too mm. yeah uh, oh well there, there's a lot of, oh well yeah. indeed but yeah, those are my thoughts. Uh, I, I like this episode. I can't wait to watch the next one soonish. Oh man, 
I don't think we're going to be watching this one next week. Oh, we'll discuss later. Anywho, um, Silver, what are you going to do next week? Well, we now we put the My back in the title for My Little Pony. Hey. Oh, this one's going to be special. This one, we're going to get our cheer on with two, four, six, great. Oh, God. <laughs> Yay. Oh. oh, I can already hear the cheers. Uh, we'll save that for next week. One, two, three, four. I declare a review war. Five, six, seven, eight. Doterra thinks it's not that great. One. Hey, I was going to use that line <laughs> for when we actually do the recording. Uh, Doterra, one, three, two, four. He is that guy on the net. Oh, God. I'm not good. What? I got no idea. I'm bad. Uh, let, let, uh, let's end this misery. If you like. <laughs> if you have any questions, concerns, or suggestions for the show, you can contact us at dmbshowgmail.com. Uh, you can also reach us on the Twitters. The show's Twitter account is at NBS Show, and my personal Twitter account is at Norman Sanzo. Silver, where can the good people find you? Well, you can seek me out on Twitter under MLP Silver Quill, and I'm on DeviantArt under the same MLP Silver Quill. I was not terribly original when I came up with that. If you'd like to support my work, you can find me on Patreon under MLP Silver Quill or on Ko-fi under just Silver Quill. Do a search on YouTube for After the Fact or Silver Quill and I shall appear. And every Wednesday, you can find me on Equestria Daily posting a comic or editorial. I should clarify comic review. I haven't got to post a comic on Equestria Daily in oh. a while. Well, you haven't been posting any comics on your DeviantArt, so there's going to be a while. I've been doing a lot. <laughs> Don't pressure me. I'm very fragile. Actually, the, the, this little scenario reminds me of a comic that um, Brass Polish made. Oh, boy. But anywho, terrible. One, two, let's twerk. Norman, why are you such a jerk? What? No, wait, what? <laughs> is, is that really in the comic? No. No, it's not. But now it should be. Oh, boy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, okay, Tara, you go now. <laughs> well, people find you where? <laughs> well, look at people could easily find me on Facebook, DeviantArt, Twitter, or YouTube under the name Torterra1324. No, it's not original, but it's the best I can come up with. <laughs> and good people could also find me on Patreon, where they could donate a little bit of money to me. Or, you know, I could just easily swindle them like Fafni over here and maybe, you know, work up a deal. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not that bad. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, if I did actually do that, I'd probably be a terrible person and no one would like me. But nah, I'm a lovable person. True that, except Nintendo. <laughs> One, three, two, four, Totera's name is a boar. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> I've, I've learned to insult people through cheer. <laughs> Go Silver! Uh, also, please subscribe to Radio on iTunes on U- and YouTube. Don't forget to press the bell icon to stay up to date. And also, Stitcher Radio. Uh, it's like our Facebook page. You can also catch us on Facebook.com. Uh, <laughs> things are in the show notes. Uh. Silver, you broke Norman. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking. <laughs> Razzle, dazzle, riff, raff. Norman, try to stop that laugh. <laughs> Why you're too good with the rhymes? I can't. <laughs> See, I can I can be good with puns, but I can't top the rhymes that Silver is coming I up know. with. I said he thinks he's right, too gonna... white. Oh god! Oh, incredibly white. These are the whitest cheers you're ever gonna hear. 
Seriously, I'm gonna have like a notepad with me. I just be writing down cheers <laughs> for the next review. Oh God, no! Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy, thank you. <coughs> Dying. Oh boy. Okay. Anyway, um, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so at Patreon.com/slash/TMBSShow. With every support, you get a week's early access to review and discussion podcast, exclusive and deleted content, and a huge thank you from me. Talking about thank yous, I would like to thank Amy, Lucky Knight, Master Flag, Tristan, and also Jeffrey. Thank you so much, guys. You are great. So anyway, I have been Norman Sanzo. I am Cecilia Fakwil. And I am Torterra. And we'll guys catch you next week with another fun episode of the show. See ya. Adios. Bye-bye. Uh, I, I got nothing. I, I, uh, I got nothing either. <laughs> I'm just writing down cheers for the next time. I'm going to break you both. <laughs> oh, God. Where's my doom flag? <laughs> doom! And I want Safi here because she should witness the whiteness. Oh, no, this is, this is now mandatory. <laughs>